0: Hi, I'm Keith Allen and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to 1UP Gaming Podcast. Welcome to our podcast. We've got a lot to say about all the latest games you're gonna wanna play. We'll tell you what's on Xbox, PS3, PC, and more. We'll chat about some random stuff to you rolling on the floor is one up gaming. Sit back and grab a drink. It's time to give a listen to what we have to think.
1: Hi, David here. One up gaming, episode three hundred and seventy of the one up gaming podcast. Almost at four hundred. I said almost. It's still thirty episodes away. Okay. Yeah, that's quite a long, long way away, isn't it, really? Um, People might notice. Um, I don't know if you can tell. I might zoom in, see if you notice. Um, I'm diabetic. I've been today to get my eyes dropped and checked. So I can't focus. I can't see what the hell's going on. So I'm going to record a couple of bits of the show where I don't need to see. And then I'll record some other bits tomorrow or the next day where I will re-record like the news where I really need to read what's happening um but this will be just be quick one two and three you know just bits and bobs that I can do without seeing so if I'm looking into the wrong distance or I'm looking up or down somewhere I've got nothing to focus on so I don't know exactly what I am doing Um so I apologize for that so I guess Go read Joe Dowling's book. Um, yeah, just search Joe Dowling on uh, I guess the Amazon Kindle store. And the book is called The Outrunners. Buy it or subscribe to the service and download it. Anything you want, please. It's a, it's, I will try and god damn. My eyes have stopped working. Now everything else is just like shutting down in protest. But yeah, buy his book, read it, email the guy, let him know that you've bought it and you're looking at it and you're reading it and you got the idea from us. So as always, we're sponsored by Games Inspired Music. With that, you can buy it, you can stream it. It's available on like Amazon, it's available on Play Store, it's available on Google Store. That is the Play Store, I believe. I don't know. Anyway, it's an album, got 20 odd bits of music. Buy it, stream it, and 20% of each sale will go to the Child's Play charity. So, buy the album, make sure that you're giving them a good time. Um, you can buy t-shirts. Similar to this from our Etsy store, just go to Etsy and search one up gaming, all one word, and you can go and find over 200 items of clothing that we've got um, cups, mugs, um, glasses, t shirts, coats, dresses, commodes. Commode? Commodo? Commode? Isn't a commode what you sit on and poop in? t-shirts, hats, they're, they're, they're the main, t-shirts and hats, what what more do you need, um, but yeah, please, bye, oh god, I've gone off it today, um, these must be affecting me much more than just my eyes, but yeah, so that is that, so we'll have a quick break, and we'll come back with the games played this week, so we're back in a few seconds.
0: Hi, I'm Lucy James, and I listen to the 1UP Gaming Podcast. Hello Andy, this is Colin,
1: I want to be able to get in tonight. I'm sweating I'm sweating Hi, 1UP Gaming. Hi, David here from 1UP Gaming. This is the 1UP Gaming Podcast, episode 370. And we're going to go through this week's games that we've been playing this week. We're going to go through... My brain's absolutely fried. I have no idea what I'm doing anymore. It's just crazy. Um, If things look different, it probably won't do to you guys. But I don't have a desk. I don't have a computer. I don't have anything in this room anymore. Um, All that's been moved downstairs into a cupboard. So now my computer's in a cupboard. So I walk into it. it's, It's just my little cupboard. It's cool. I like it. Uh, it just had boxes in before, so I've moved them into other cupboards in the house. I love this house. It's like three bedrooms. This one is perfect just for a recording room. Um, I've got nothing in here now apart from a load of clothes on the floor, which I wear every now and again. And so I've moved all my computer downstairs, and that is where I now sit and record and I play my boostroid stuff because my PC is pretty rubbish. So I can play some indie games on my PC. And that's just downstairs. So that's almost finished now. So I just need to wait for a couple of little things and it's done. Um, but yeah, if anyone notices, I'm looking randomly into other places that I don't quite know what I'm doing. One, the phone and everything's been moved. So the recording equipment used to be up there and it used to record the full thing and I cut myself out. Whereas now, everything's down on the floor at the moment. Uh, I've got a little tiny table, but it's like all the lights are around and the the camera is on so I'm not sure if I look up or if that will look weird in the recording or if I look down or if that will look weird in the recording. I've also had my eyes sort of like drops put into my eyes and so I can see from here to the wall that's perfect but when I try and look at my hands or words here so if I had my phone I can't read the phone it's all blurred Everything's like hyper like it just hurts at the moment. So hopefully in a few hours that'll go back to normal. So I'm just gonna record some bits and bobs. So if I'm looking randomly it's because I don't know where I'm looking as I don't know what I'm doing. So first of all, EA Sports FC twenty four. I had a quick go at the player career where I created myself and I play like the career mode as myself, get you an agent and choose the team you're going to play at, and play, and I put myself as like a, I think it was a left wing back, or was it a right wing back, one of the two, and and playing in the game, uh, after a couple of games, it knocked Kieran Trippier out of the team, and I'm playing right back for Newcastle, and my little dude's rubbish, he can't shoot, he can't really pass, he's not fast, but... Yeah, I, I love this sort of game, I, you know, this sort of mod where you play as one player doing the stuff. I really do enjoy it. Um, did they ever carry on doing this sort of game where it was like 10v10 online? Every player took a, a role of a of one player in the game. I really enjoyed that when that first started coming out. Yeah, I can't remember when it was. It had have been like FIFA 12, 13, that sort of time, I'd have a guess. And I really enjoyed it. I might have another good look. See what happens. But that's as far as I've really got on the EA, um The FC24 sort of game. I've not really played many. Like normal. Side on sort of view games. Where you control the full team. And I've not played any online modes. I've not played the, the, the. Foot mode. I've never been a big fan of this sort of mode. I might give more time into it. But obviously not now. Because I can't see a thing. But. FC 24 it is just FIFA 23 updated new little bits on and a little few little bits and bobs like twisted around moved around and I'm enjoying it I think it's not a not a bad little game it's the first um, football game I've bought from EA in what must be 2018 2019 sort of time so it's good three four years now Um, but I'm enjoying it I think it's a fun little game so, the next game we're we'll playing this week is Golf vs. Zombies. And this one, I assumed it was a proper because I saw some screenshots. And I assumed you're playing golf and you, you know, play golf through a pitch, a field, what we got to call There's it. A, uh, a course, that sounds better. And you have to try and not stop. So, it'll be a very quick. To get you going otherwise zombies will catch up to you and eat you but what happens is you hit the ball the ball stops and then as you get to the ball to hit the second shot then three or four zombies come up through the ground then you have to move your character around and you hit the zombies and you have to hit them in the head which would be all right but i generally found that the turning circle wasn't fast enough and whenever you're trying to hit the zombie if they get uh, two or three feet towards you you can't hit the ball up at a high enough angle to hit the head, you're hitting them in the legs and the chest and that's as high as it'll go so you might as well just put the the control pad down and just wait for you to be killed because it is just annoying. It is a very basic golf game, graphically it looks like an early PS2 game, like a really dodgy PS2 game, like a, I would say like a mobile sort of game, like on Unity. Um, I've never been a big fan of the Unity engine, but they seem to be like what a lot of the budget, budget games were made on nowadays. And I just think that it's not good enough to be a golf game, and it's not weird enough to be like the zombie game that it wants. So I just think it's not one or the other, and it's just in the end it's just not very good so I, I apologize it's up on our website when I read the review and we've got a gameplay video of it up on the YouTube channel so you can have a quick look at that so the next game playing this week was I am alive and this one <clears throat> and this one is a really old game um, I'd have a guess 20 2010 that sort of time, I'll be way out here Warner, but it was on the Xbox 360, the PS3, and it was um, a third person action adventure game where you don't really have any weapons per se, and it's more of a climb simulator, so like the level that I've just completed on the video is you're on the bridge, and the bridge is destroyed. So you have to try and climb up and round and up and over obstacles or over cars to get to the other side of the bridge. And I really enjoy this but it's just... The thing about the Uncharted sort of series is yes it's got these elements in but it's also got a lot of action, shooting, combat. Whereas this seems much more sedate in how you're doing things. I love the fact that it's all in black and white and it just looks amazing even for a, an old-ish game. And yeah, I'd recommend I Am Alive. You can find it cheap. It's a good little game, and I I really enjoyed it. The next game is Solar Ash. And this game was, or is, a weird um, 3D action adventure sort of game. You're sort of skiing on the land, on clouds. the camera's quite far pulled back so you're quite small on the screen as you're playing. And you collect orbs, you do things. It's a combat sort of game. And it's not a bad game. It's like puzzle-oriented platform oriented. And it's just like, look at the video behind me. It it's a nice looking game. It nice it plays well. And I, I enjoyed my time with it. Uh, was a fun little game. I enjoyed it. So yeah, Solar Ash. Sorry about that. No real good review there, is it? But it's it's a fun game, and I enjoyed what I played of it. Spirit Farer Farewell Edition. Now this one is weird with a capital W, and it's a 2D side-scrolling platform adventure game. You end up, I don't know if you, uh, I really should pay attention on the game as I'm playing And I don't know if you die and then you come up onto this world where you're taking over someone else's job and you have to keep things going and it looks as though you get a boat and then you have to travel to other places with the boat to look after souls and things. It's very story-driven, very much sit there and read 10 minutes worth of texts as people are talking and then you skip over and then you move on to get onto the boat, get the ship going, go to the place you're going, talk to the person, do the little task. I enjoyed what I did, even though I didn't do much. I think the game is really fun without being a game if that makes any sense um, hopefully the trailer behind me is showing a lot more than what I can sort of say and but we'll move on to the next game and this is a game I can talk about because I'm not an idiot with this one I kind of understood what I was doing and this was Payday 2 and with this one it's been a long um, I mean I only played this because I was going to play Payday 3 and I downloaded Payday 3 I went to load it up Got to the title screen, press the A button, and it says log into this certain like website sort of thing and put your username, your password and all that. It's like do you know what? Nah. No, I'm not gonna do all that, I can't be bothered. So I just deleted the whole thing and downloaded payday two. And I got into a game, I played a game. It's a first person um, like heist simulator where you have to break into place, do the heist. Get out of it without being caught, and it seemed a really good little game. I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know what any of the buttons did. I didn't know what I was doing, to be honest. Um, you can watch the videos, like me, like half an hour just getting killed and just randomly walking around in circles, not knowing what to do. He said pick up some some cards or some stuff, which I didn't have a clue what I was trying to pick up or what I was trying to do. So. Leave comments about how much of an idiot that I am, and Payday 2 is an easy game to get into, and I'm just stupid. But it is just a first person shooter that's slow paced, and it's, it borders on that sort of like mixture of like a little bit real but not real enough. So it's slow paced but still quite fun, action orientated, and I quite enjoyed what I played. So the last game that i played this week is Day Z. Now this one is a game that I wanted years and years and years ago. But when I went to buy it on my PC, I went to load it up and it was just like a black screen and stuff. So I just went on to Steam and said, it doesn't work. So they refunded the money years and years ago when it first sort of came out. And now... Is it now a free-to-play or was it a free-to-play? I can't remember now. I'm sure it was that one. Unless I'm thinking of... What was the other one? PUBG. It might have been PUBG. Anyway. Daisy It's a third-person survival action combat game against a load of zombies. You spawn into the world wearing like shorts and nothing else. You have to find your clothing you have to find your weapons find money find stuff to redo things find the base find other players to help team up do all that sort of stuff and yeah i was quite shocked at how mediocre this game was having said that, it's probably a good 10 year old now and yes they would have like updated things and redone things and jigged it around but i'm quite shocked at how bad it looks how ropey animation is how bad your physical interactions are with the world and I was just uh, very disappointed in the whole game to be honest but I wouldn't recommend it and um, there's a lot of other free to play survival games which are a, mo- a lot more modern in my opinion that play a lot better so that's Daisy, and that's the last game we've been playing this week so thank you all for watching. It's been me, David from One Up Gaming, with episode 370 of the One Up Gaming podcast. We're going to have a quick break, and we'll be back with this week's news.
0: Hi, this is David from Coder Child, and I listen to the One Up Gaming podcast. News, news,
1: news, 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 news. news, news. Hi, David here. With One Up Gaming. Episode 370 of the War Up Gaming Podcast. So I'll apologize now if I can't see some or smoke goes a bit skew if I've had drops put in my eyes for my diabetic checky thing every year. So I can't really see much. I can see from one side of the room to the other, but when I'm holding my tablet to look at the screen it's a bit blurred. So if I miss things I do apologize. I'll record all the screens as I normally do. But just bear in mind and we'll run through this as quickly as we possibly can because I've got a cracking headache and everything's burning in my eyes. So we'll go straight into the first bit of news we've got this week and that is Counter-Strike 2 players express disappointment as many of CSGO's key features disappear. So after a surprise announcement earlier this year, Valve surprised players once again by suddenly releasing Counter-Strike 2 as an update to Counter-Strike Global Offensive on Wednesday after a long be- re- beta period. Um, along with several new gameplay aspects, Counter-Strike 2 brings new, a few major changes like weapon refunds and overhaul graphics. To the model that helped its predecessor become one of the most played Steam games of all time. Unfortunately, quite a few players though. The the original Counter- Global Offensive was completely replaced by Counter-Strike 2. Aside from being able to play offline demo, which seems to be missing quite a few beloved features from the original game. Now players caught off guard are talking to Taken to Reddit and X to share their concerns about the game's current state. Just hours after CS2's release, players began talking Taken. Note of missing features. Um, Oh god, I can't read that. Uh, A large aspects of CSGO that have mysteriously disappeared from CS2, which includes several competitive and wingman maps, workshop maps, and entire game modes like Arms Race, Flying Scotsman, and Danger Zone. In the replies and across Twitter and Reddit, other players have now joined in on wondering where these mods went and if they'll return. Um, and then it just goes through some of the bits and bobs of people talking about the games uh, like what it's missing, hopefully will they get new bits and bobs and that my friends is the news for Call of Duty 2 no it's not Call of Duty, oh my god Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry, my eye's hurting Um, CSGO Counter Strike so, what do you guys think? Are you interested in the Counter Strike style sort of games, or have, have Valve lost? You know, now that they've done this um, sequel, that's just not—it's just like missing a lot of the core features of the old game. But we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So we're going to the next bit of news. The Rider strike is over. What that means for the Last of Us, Stranger Things, and more. Well, it's official, the most recent writer's strike is over, after reaching a tentative deal with Hollywood Studios. The leadership of the Writers Guild of America un- 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 yeah, un- unanimously voted to accept a new three-year contract which includes major gains in the areas of artificial intelligence, streaming data transparency and minimum room sizes. Minimum room size? While the WGA's membership still needs uh, still needs to vote to accept the contract, the guilds, the guides leadership officially ended the st- work stoppage on Wednesday, giving writers full, mis- full permission to leave the picket lines and head back to work after 148 days. Bloody hell! That means that the development that was halted all the way back in May can now continue, but there's a slight catch. Hollywood actors remain on strike, although they're set to resume negotiations with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, which represents Hollywood Studios. Next week, we have no idea if that will lead to the end of the media work stoppage. So what this means is that while the work of writing can be done, from early development to script rewrites, filming that involves actual actors, which is uh, most of it cannot, so what does that mean for you, who just waiting for the final season of Stranger Things or Superman Legacy? Let's break it all down as best we can. blah, 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 blah. Uh, In the very short term, the major late night shows are an obvious thing to point to. As they were impacted the most uh, when the strike was called. With writers working daily to keep up with current events in time for the episodes' evening air times, they're also the first to bounce back. Several late night hosts, including Jimmy Fallon, uh, Stephen Corbett, Seth Meyers, and Jimmy Kimmel, all announced that they're returning next Monday, October 2nd, preparing to release their first non rerun episodes in five months. Well, John Oliver's last week, tonight we last. returned this Sunday. The five hosts who launched a podcast together in August in benefit of the Hollywood strike announced the news in an enthusiastic, uh, I don't know, Uh, comedians, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but when am I getting The Last of Us season two? If they haven't even started filming it yet, I'd say like another year. As far as the biggest scripted series, those can now continue with development, with the aforementioned I've caveat of not being able to continue filming what would involve actors. The Last of Us second season, for example, was still deep in the writing process when the strike was called in May, and showrunner Craig Mazin has been o- open about the eagerness to return to the scripts. In July, he said he was keen to keep season 2 on track for 2025, and uh, sure enough, he was Yes, I thought it would be another year or so. Uh, a change of things was near the finish line writing wise with filming to begin in June. According to star David Harbour, uh, Different Brothers however were quick to come out after the WGA strike was called and pointed out that while writing does not stop when filming begins, setting the record straight that they would not move into production amid the writer's work stoppage. Valerie Post and X, however, Strange Things Writers team confirmed that they've returned to work post-strike with a simple way back. They've also shared the techni- what are technically some first looks at season five in the form of fairly silly pre-Vs shots, uh, which despite being a little unserious, are still very cute. Okay, yeah, so basically it just means that they can start writing now and so anything that wasn't Already started. It's going to be another year or two out Um, So let us know are you excited for all these new updates are you excited for all this stuff happening? Um, Are you still a bit bummed that it is going to take another year or two before some of these things do come out? anyway PlayStation boss Jim Ryan to retire next spring. Jim Ryan, who, who's been president and CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment since 2019, is retiring in May 2024. The news first broke via a post on X from um, Bloomberg's Jason Shriver, Shriver before Sony confirmed it with their own announcement shortly after. Um, hey, Ryoki, to Totoki. To, will assume the interim CEO role starting on April first, twenty twenty four. The Sony Group Co- Cooperation President so COO and CFO will also become chairman and S of SIE, stating next month to support oh God. Uh support Mr. Ryan in his transition. Additionally, Sony said it will work closely with Sony Group Cooperation Chairman and CEO. Uh, after 30 years I've made the decision to retire from SIE in March 2024 I've relished the opportunity to have a job I love in a very special company working with great people and incredible partners but I've found it increasingly difficult to reconcile living in Europe, working in North America I will leave having been privileged to work on products that have touched millions of lives across the world playstation will always be a part of my life blah 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 yeah so it's news just come out of the blue you know it really is um, don't get me wrong I think that some people are in jobs way too long and I think maybe he was in the job five years too long if it had come out because like some of the stuff that's come out when they were trying to stop the Microsoft acquisition just seems as though he's like he'd do anything he could to just knacker up other companies which I get I really do get I understand that but still it doesn't make you look a nice person so anyway move on to the next bit of news <clears throat> Cities Skylines 2 on PS5 and Xbox Series X and S suffers big delay refunds have been offered Um, so it's basically been it was planned October uh, but now it's being pushed back to spring 2024. Publisher Paradox Interactive and developer Colossal Ciders order, order. I, I apologise again. I've had my eyes done. I can't read. Uh, insisted the PC version of its hotly anticipated city-building game is on track for the original release date of October 24 via Steam and the Windows Store, as well as PC Game Pass. We are hard at work getting the game ready for our for our release. On October 24th, Paradox said in a statement issued to IGN. While we're while doing so, we have come to realise that we need more time to reach the quality targets we have set, as we want to provide the best experience for our players. We are updating the release window for Xbox and PS5 to spring 2024. The additional time allows us to focus on match matching the quality and performance across our platforms. Pre-orders will be automatically refunded, Paradox said, with no I hate it when that little mail chimp MailChimp just pops in. Uh, the refund process for the physical physical edition pre order is handled via the retailer. Uh, yeah, what do you guys think of that? Now I do remember um, a good few years ago now. This game, The Cities Skylines, had massive PR plus because you could play a single player, you could just play it, it was mint. Whereas the new SimCity game that came out, even if you were just playing the single player mod, you had to, had to have it connected online and it just wasn't as free flowing as the Cities uh, Skylines game was. But now they've got all the hype and all the buzz with this game now. Um, Maybe it's just a bit too much and they just don't want to knacker up all the goodwill that they got last time. Uh, What do you guys think? Um, Please leave comments below. So we'll move on to the next bit of news that we have got. And that one is, my friends, Gran Turismo Sports online service shuts down early 2024. Grand Sport owners better rev up those engines as developer Polyphony Digital announced today that online services for its 2017 rating sim will shut down early next year. Uh, in a new blog post on the official Grand Trismegiston website, a Polyphony revealed that online services for Grand Sport will shut down January 31st. After that date, Grand Trismegiston Sport players will no longer have access to online services, including Open Lobby garage car, liveries and sport mode. So if you have any trophies that require online player you have yet to unlock, the clock is ticking. Offline modes such as split screen multiplayer, the main single player campaign, world circuits and time trials will still be accessible. Prior to the online service shutdown uh, yeah is this the world that we're living in now? Uh, most of these games get a 3-4 year lifespan and then they all get Shut down basically, aren't they? They all get canned. I understand it with the... Movies. With the racing games. Because of all the... um, Sort of... All of the licenses of the cars and everything. And it is just a weird moment in time. When some of these games... Yeah. Cyberpunk 2077... Phantom Liberty includes a hard to find a Witcher reference. Uh, spoiler The following article features minor spoilers for Cyberpunk 2027 Liber- Phantom Liberty's fourth main mission. I don't care. Uh, find a super sneaky reference to the Witcher 3 wild hunt hidden by CD Projekt Inside Liberty expansion as recorded in. Blah, blah, blah. Players will encounter a wall-mounted phone in Phantom Liberty's mission, while this is a one-off encounter where players contact Idris Elba's Solomon Reed for the first time. Going back to it and dialing a bunch of different phone numbers will net some interesting results. Thanks to Cyberpunk 2077 being open world, players can simply head back to the phone inside Captain uh, Kalinata. Whenever they like to counter the Witcher reference. By dialing one of the numbers. Subscribed. Subscribed in a post it node. Yeah. The players will be treated to the Witcher 3 main theme. Uh, Kenner Reeves, Johnny Silverhand smiles. And gives a thumbs up at the successful hit. As a crackly version of the song. The trial players over the phone. You can check out some of the other fun references. Video above. I don't know, I don't know, anyway that's that, I'm just trying to crack through some of this news stuff, because there's a lot of news articles this week, uh, with my eyes knackering, and really sore, Um, I'm just going to rattle through some of these, so (sighs) apologies, and next up, John Cena, Zolo Marindudinia, uh, Viola Davis returning as in DCU as James Gunn clarifies new canon. So basically, DC Studios' co-CEO, James Gunn, has clarified exactly where DCU canon begins and that John Cena, or all these other people, are returning as Peacemaker, Blue Beetle and Amanda Waller. In a series of posts on threads, Gunn made clear that DCU canon will begin with animated series Creature Commandos followed by Superman Legacy and no, no currently released content like Blue Beetle re- will be required watching. Gunn also said that it's okay to be confused about the current plans with many DC fans finding a mixed messaging regarding characters like Blue Beetle and Claire as a DC Extended Universe which begin, began with Zack Schneider's Man of Steel and will end with Aquaman The Lost Kingdom comes to a close. Nothing is canon until Creature Commandos next year. It's sort of... Uh, so basically they're, they're starting that with the DCU. Um, but yeah, it's just weird. I don't know. I mean, I don't really understand all this. It's I understand that movies are great when you link them together and have little Easter eggs. But also, I remember a time when there was every different version of the movies and everything was different characters, different people. And I just don't understand why everyone now thinks that everything has to be linked to the same characters, the same actors. Uh, but we'll see what they do. We'll see what happens. Uh, uh, I will just mention this quickly. And when I say quickly, I'm just going set the screen recording and a movie has been a movie about ocean gate's tragic submersible implosion is being in, is being developed and it's only been 3 months since the tragedy just two weeks after announcing a new docu-series based on the tragedy of ocean gate's titan submersible is in the works mind right entertainment revealed a fictional sister project of the same name is also set for development, as reported by Deadline today. Titled Salvaged, the narrative feature will explore segments of time before the submersible de- 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 deployment, during the search for the vessel and after the Titan's wreckage is uncovered. According to Deadline, the blackening producer E. Brian Dobbin is on board to co-produce. That's as much as I want to read about that because i think that's quite a gross thing to do this early this quickly it's all right if you're making a a full like documentary about it because you need to know you need to get into these things but to make like a dramaized version of it just to sell i think that's pretty gross i really do um but anyway we'll move on to the next bit of news the marvels Runtime confirms it's the MCU's shortest movie ever. It's official. The Marvels is the shortest film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. A new listing on AMC Theatres revealed that the upcoming superhero team-up clocks in at just 105 minutes long. That's a brisk 1 hour and 45 minutes. The Marvels beats the previous shortest MCU flick record by 7 minutes, and that's The Incredible Hulk and for The Dark World. Which both clocked in at 112 minutes long. But you get an idea. The Marvel's really stacks up. We should take a look at some of Marvel's other superhero team-ups. I'll tell you what. Then it goes on about the Avengers. No, it's not in the same category as all these sort of things. It's going to be a fun, pulpy little movie. And I'm, for the first time in a long time, excited to see this. I think it could be quite fun. Um, But yeah, so that's that news. Um again, I'm, I'm sorry, my eyes are burning like hell now. Um, so we'll go straight into the next bit of news. And that, my friends, is... <coughs> new X-Men movie is reportedly entering early development at Marvel Studios. Is that just after the writer's strike finished? Uh, now that the writer's strike is over, tons of projects will be able to restart development. And one of those is reportedly the highly anticipated new x-men movie according to a report from deadline today executives at Marvel Studios will start setting meetings to find a writer for the new project this fall per the report there's no real rush to nail down someone for the highly sought after job and the discussion will likely be made around the beginning of 2024 while movie looks for writers might not seem like a big deal at first this is the first real piece of development news we've gotten on a full-blown X-Men film since Disney completed its acquisition of Fox and all its Marvel rights with it. Uh, we've seen Patrick Stewart's Professor X in last year's Doctor Strange the Multiverse of Madness and Hugh Jackman's Wolverine will make his return in the upcoming Deadpool 3 but details have been scarce on the completely new X-Men film. Uh, yeah, What do you guys think? Sorry, I'm reading some stuff, some things that I'm going to miss out on, and some things that I was going to sort of like carry on with. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, we'll move on to the next bit of news and one that I'm excited about. Scott Pilgrim takes off first clip shows Scott renting a Netflix DVD to see Ramona Flowers. Uh, Netflix's Scott Pilgrim takes off anime series has received a new clip that shows Scott renting a Netflix DVD in Hope's of running into Ramona Flowers as she is one delivering the discs. Scott Pilgrim takes off and all of his eight episodes will be released on Netflix on November 17th. And this clip features many of the characters who are returning to the franchise after first starring in Edgar Wright's 2010 Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. You can check out the, the trailer. Blah, blah, blah. First up we see Michael Ceres, Scott talking to Aubrey Plaza's Julie Powers. Uh who re- reveals Mary Elizabeth why says Ramona flowers are currently working as a delivery person for netflix he then goes online using the world wide web to order a DVD from netflix with the help of Kieran Culkin's Wallace Wells he ends up searching for a video starring Chris Evans' Lucas Lee and Waits day and night for Ramona to deliver his DVD Um I loved the first movie, and I'm eagerly anticipating this, uh, you know, this sort of series, it looked great, Uh, I loved the art style, I I loved all the people coming back to the voices, and I'm just in awe of this, so hopefully it'll do well, so last bit of news, unfortunately more bad news, Harry Potter star Sir Michael Gambon dies aged 82. The legendary Irish-British actor is said to have died peacefully after suffering from pneumonia, according to a statement from his family. We are devastated to announce the loss of Sir Michael Gambon. Beloved husband and father, Michael died peacefully in hospital with his wife, Anne, and son, Fergus, at his bedside, following a bout of pneumonia. Uh, Gambon made his screen debut in fellow in 1965 alongside Laurence Olivier and Maggie Smith, going on to forge a career spanning over 60 years. He amassed a total of 148 films uh, and TV credits throughout his career. Notably, Gambon's big screen roles included Gosford Park (never heard of it), Wes Anderson's Fantastic Mr. Fox (never watched it). Uh, He then took over as Professor Dumbledore in Harry Potter in the Prisoner of Azkaban, following the death of Richard Harris. He went on to star as Dumbledore for the rest of the main Harry Potter series. Uh, Yeah, again, horrible, horrible news. Horrible. He seemed a really funny, nice guy. And it is, as I said, I think I said that last week, it just seems that every single week we have a new person to sort of, like, read the obituaries. But we'll talk about this. Daniel Radcliffe and other Harry Potter stars pay tribute to the brilliant Michael Gambon. Erm... So, yeah, there was like the Harry Potter Twitter people tweeted out. Um, Jason Isaacs tweeted out. I don't know who James Phelps is. Um, Jared Harris. Uh, So, yeah, so there's a lot of people that tweeted out uh, about him. And I do think that it's a sad loss to the world. He seemed a great guy. And that, my friends... Is the news this week from One Up Gaming with me, David, um, episode 370 of the One Up Gaming Podcast. So please stick with us. We'll be back with a little bit more. And thank you. Goodbye. Hi,
0: my name is Justin. I'm the developer of Per Rocket, an iOS space game with
1: cats. And I listen to the One Up Gaming Podcast. You can find a link to download my game at facebook.com. Per rocket. Hi, still David, still 1UP Gaming, still episode 370 of the 1UP Gaming Podcast. This is this week's um, UK Top 40 Charts from GFK, and we'll go straight into it. Sorry about last week, that was really rubbish. But anyway, number 40 is Payday 3. Number 39 is Cobra Kai 2, Dojo's Rising, which I thought was horrible. 30 is Lego Harry Potter Collection. Number 37 is the Resident Evil 4 remake. 36 is Pikmin 1 and 2. Number 35 is Lego Star Wars, The Skywalker Saga. 34 is Starfield. 33 is fair farm just got chords for that so we'll see what that games like 32 is Mario Party Superstars Number 31 is FIFA 23 number 30 is Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury 29 is Pokemon Scarlet Number 28 is Final Fantasy 7 and Final Fantasy 8 remastered twin pack Number 27 is Grand Theft Auto, the Trilogy, the Definitive Edition. 26 is Dark Souls Trilogy. 25 is Super Mario Odyssey. 24 is Saints Row. 23 is New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Number 22 is Pokemon Violet. And at number 21, we have Pikmin 4. And then we have the Top 40. nope. No that help if I say we have the top 20 now so number 20 is Diablo 4 number 19 is Lies of P number 18 is Street Fighter 6 number 17 is Nintendo Switch Sports 16 is Red Dead Redemption 2 15 is Cyberpunk 2077 14 is The Crew Motorfest 13 is Animal Crossing New Horizons 12 Mario plus Rabbit Kingdom Kingdom Battle. Eleven is The Witcher Three Wild Hunt Game of the Year Edition. Number ten is The Witcher Three Wild Hunt Complete Edition. Number nine is Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three. Number eight is Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Number seven is Minecraft. Number six is The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Number five is Grand Theft Auto Five. Number four. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Number 3 Hogwarts Legacy Number 2 Mortal Kombat 1 And banging at number 1 is EA Sports FC 24 And that is thank you so much to Games Press And the GFK Entertainment Software Chats all formats So that my friends is that So, I don't know what I was doing then I just completely froze Thank you all for watching It's been me, David, Gaming, with the UK Top 40s, whatever, yeah, thank you. I don't know what I'm doing, I don't know. So that was this week's Top 40. Please go to our website, oneupgaming.co.uk, check out our website, look at some news, look at some reviews, look at some features we've got up on there. We've also, you can watch us live on Twitch, go to twitch.tv, no, yeah, twitch.tv, I think it'll be like slash OUG official or slash OUG UK, one of the two, I can never remember, I've got to write this down, I'm an idiot, please check and do it. Um, Follow us on YouTube, like, share, bell, um, comment, Uh, over 2,000 people now, so please, thank you, it's been great. Looking for more comments, more things happening in the community. Um, we have competitions, giveaways, like down here right now. I can see there's an Evercade cartridge, there's a t shirt um, that we've got there to give away just on the floor. You have Steam codes, you have Humble Bundle codes. So please leave comments and stuff. Just sort of leave, just say in any of the comments, just put like t shirt or Evercade or steam or humble bundle and we'll go through and give some of these away uh, episode 370 of the one again podcast uh, if you're watching this subscribe to us if you're listening to this please um subscribe to the podcast and leave comments leave reviews leave stars all that kind of good stuff really helps when people are looking for podcasts and that my friends is episode 370 of the one-up game podcast so thank you all goodbye go baby, go baby go baby i love you said i love you never put
0: nothing above you won't let go once i can hug you on the phone they hate because you let them know that you the itch now they hate it now because you at the club and it and so they choosing it too late because now they using it can't wait from how you doing it i know that they put Tell them now my baby's here to watch me go, and for him I put on a show, you just blessed Hey, I love when you go for me I tell my baby go But she's not even going though It's the trust I haven't heard Yeah, that's what you say to her Yeah, I'm feeling kind of slick I'm loving how I swim in it No, I'm not taming her The only one engraving it Sign it still right from her lips You need to know that she's my miss Treat her like a treasure though I never wanna let her Right in front of me My heart she will forever be I do this so she'll never see Life with me no misery You deserve the world my queen Yeah I'm back down on one knee A boy to a man that you have seen No matter who wrong is you and me I'm coming for you baby So weak can they have I'm trying to work so hard
1: For you and me Go baby go now Go baby go yo, baby go, go baby. Go
0: So bad. Sad, she bad. can get it so sad, glad that bad. she loves me, No that
1: I'ma hug it so, so sad, sad. sad, You looking so, so mad, bad. oh you didn't
0: know you didn't that know. Next time you should check the ring, I know that one's a throwback I know you see her flashing it, especially when she gets it long I'm rubbing on and grabbing it, I tell my girl go ahead, go ahead and go